0: This is the best of the week on Relevant Radio. Lover, hater, Ariana Grande's new song, Yes And, has hit a little bit of backlash because there's a bigger story behind it. Now, I don't listen to Ariana Grande, but I was intrigued by the story, looked up the lyrics because of it. So Ariana Grande wrote this song as a defense, essentially, For being a homewrecker. And I'm just just calling it for what it is. She had an affair with one of her colleagues, specifically Wicked co-star Ethan Slater, last year. It lasted, I don't know, something like six months, but it destroyed his marriage. He was married to his high school sweetheart, and they had just had their first baby. Wrecks the marriage. Things come out in public, and now she writes this song and her response to literally destroying this marriage and not that she's the only one is yes and she writes a whole song and i'll read some of the lyrics giving a pg version and if you find yourself in a dark situation just turn on your light and be like yes and say that bleep with your chest and be on your own be your own best friend say that with your chest keep moving keep moving like, okay, what's next? Yes. And as in like, okay, you're getting criticized. Be your own best friend. Compliment yourself. What's the big deal? These are some of her lyrics and just over and over again, she has this attitude. Okay, next. Yes. And she says, I'm so done with caring what you think. Now I won't hide underneath your own projections or change my most authentic life. There was a lot to this song, and I know we could sit here getting overheated about Ariana Grande and what her and Ethan Slater did to wreck his marriage to his high school sweetheart right after they had a baby. We could totally dive into that. But as I'm sitting there reading the lyrics and I hear this story, it ended up being a little bit more of a personal reflection of how two things. One, what you sing to is what you do. And a lot of the music we're consuming today isn't the way we should be living or embracing. And sure, it might have a great tune to it, but repeatedly hearing the music of a lot of these songs today... It's interesting. I was with a group of women the other night and one of the girls loves secular music shared. Yeah, I've actually started to cut back on the types of music I'm consuming and really listening to the lyrics. And she said as she started cutting things out, she's realizing there's a lot more peace for her. Uh, She has less anxiety. And it's interesting because I've cut out vast majority of music. And when I hear modern music now, I tend to get a lot of anxiety. Now, this is actually fascinating. If you dive into some of the philosophy and science behind this, because historically, music moved to a rhythm, a harmony that was in harmony, in rhythm with nature. And so there wasn't this disruption to that natural harmony that we hear coming from nature. But modern music intentionally disrupts that natural harmony. It doesn't have normal peaceful sounds. And not that it all has to be classic or jazz or whatever, not even saying that jazz is one of those that moves in the same type of beats. But I think it's really interesting that modern music for many people, when you detach from it and then enter back into it, it causes anxiety, it causes stress, not to mention actually realizing what you're singing to. And again, we might not be here being homewreckers and destroying a marriage to a high school sweetheart. I'm not here to point out the stick in her eye because we all have things that we're doing that we justify. And so that was my other take on this. of What am I doing that I tend to justify instead of showing remorse? Two recent non-apologies include Ariana Grande for her part in ruining a marriage. And then I was also thinking I'd covered it recently, Justin Timberlake, his recent public appearance after the memoir of Britney Spears sharing about the abortion that they went through over 20 years ago. He came out a couple weeks ago with saying something along the lines of, I apologize to, and this is a PG version to absolutely no one. He has no apology. And These public displays of an outright lack of remorse, it should be startling for us individual. It's startling for me because I'm a product of the modern day culture. Yes, we may have faith. Yes, we may go to church. Yes, we may pray, but we don't get out unscathed by what's happening in the culture, by the normative music that we're consuming, the normative shows, the normative people we're spending our time around. What we sing to is what we do. Who we spend time with is who we become. The influencers we follow are who influence and inspire us. So here we are in the season of Lent, and I hope the reflection is to ponder how we should show remorse, how we should have an apology, How there should be contrition for something we do. Outright running to confession. Praise the Lord we are Catholic and we have this great sacrament. Having a firm purpose of amendment because we want to move past that sin and that wrong we've done. We all sin. And then entering into reconciliation with our community. With the person we've harmed. With ourselves. With God. What feels good to me is so easy to justify. My sins. I need to learn to own and ask forgiveness and move past by the grace of Jesus Christ. And so do you. And so I'm not here taking this Ariana Grande song, yes, and as a justification to point fingers, the barbaric situation that was occurring, but to take stock. And remember that Jesus encourages us in Matthew chapter 7. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye but you do not notice the log that is in your own eye and so yes we can look out at the culture and see these things that are going wrong but when we hear songs such as these in this justification to her sin she says, yes Anne, i'm moving on what's next i'll be my own best friend i'm sick of hearing your projections and criticisms i'll just live my authentic life our authentic life is not meant to be sinners Our authentic life is not meant to justify the wrongs we do to ourselves, to others, to God. Our authentic life is to enter into the life of God himself. And praise the Lord, he's given us these great sacraments of baptism, reconciliation, the Eucharist, all of the seven sacraments so that we might enter into the life of Christ. So this brings me to What I encourage you to work on this Lent? Hopefully you have a plan and you're executing it. And if you haven't, that's okay. It's not too late. Never is. And maybe you're struggling. Maybe you need to readjust. Maybe you've taken on too much or too little. Take on addressing that predominant sin in your life. It might be the sin you justify. Might be the sin you're avoiding confession because of. Or it could be the sin that you take to the confessional over and over again. Do you know what it is? And if you don't, take a deep dive into an examination of conscience. We'll post a link to a very thorough examination of conscience that you can do to help you navigate figuring out what that is. Praying, asking the Holy Spirit to inspire you to know what that is and to want to eradicate it from your life. And ask for forgiveness. Go running to confession. And look at what the opposing virtue is that you need to grow in and ask the Lord to give that to you. Find simple ways to perhaps exercise that. Enter into the life of Christ by being showered and poured forth with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ in the sacraments. It is possible to overcome whatever thing that has become so habitual you don't even see it as a big deal anymore. But remember that it once was like what you just heard, share it with your family and friends. And thanks for listening.